Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello and welcome back to Late Night Football. Or welcome to Late Night Football if you didn't watch my early episode today. Uh, back again with another preview episode. Uh, this time we're looking at the big game, I think, for this uh, uh, this uh, Saturday. Uh, and not in terms of, of league positions. It's not a big game if you look at the league table. But in terms of stakes, I think this game is, is probably the biggest of, of the weekend. It's uh, Arsenal against Chelsea. And, uh, I mean, it's it's, it's 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 always a blockbuster game every season. Uh, but this season, I mean, it's it's uh, an absolute cracker. I mean, if you look at, at the context and the story that is building into this game, I, I, I don't think, I can't remember the last time this this game had so much significance uh, uh, for, for, for both teams. But it's interesting, Arsenal against Chelsea. And I know there's a lot of social media bickering going on at the moment. There's a lot of jinxing and reverse jinxing and all of those things going. So what I'm going to say today, might some might see that as a jinx, but I'm just going to give my honest uh, opinion on what I think this game is about and what this game is going to look like. And you know, and, and that's just my prediction. It might not even come true. But I, I've got to say, I've, I, I, I've got to say, though, I've never seen a, a, a two, two, two sets of fans that are as nervous about a game as this one because it's it's almost like there's, there's a feeling and, and I was talking about it with the last game right? there's always a feeling with Manchester United that the, that the penny is going to drop at some point I think the feeling right now for Arsenal Chelsea fans is, is what is an acceptable result like what 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 do you say about it because you've got Chelsea fans who believe that Arsenal are going to win just because you know they've been on such a bad form and and it happens and you know and that this is the game where they're going to turn it around uh, and then there's Arsenal fans who just believe that Chelsea is just going to win it but uh, the form book is not good by the team I think let's start with that I think uh uh, Chelsea have been pretty, pretty on a pretty poor run themselves. They lost the last two games, Everton and Wolves. Uh, you know they did beat West Ham, but uh, in the two out of three games they've lost that. So it's uh, it's a little bit of a poor run for Chelsea at the moment. Not uh, not as bad as Arsenal. Though. Arsenal have been just uh, it's been one low after another after another after another for Arsenal, and it's it, you know it's, it's it's difficult to see where it ends. But uh, but it's there. Isn't it? They're just coming off of a bad uh, Carabao Cup defeat as well to Manchester City. They lost four one there. Um, it has been it has been a very very tough run uh, for this team, but uh, I mean, but you know, looking forward to this game. Uh, there's some interesting sub points, and I think I think the biggest key is is going to be how the teams line up. And I just have a feeling that when it comes to Chelsea, I will start with Chelsea. I think from Chelsea's point of view, I just feel like Lampard's going to go into this game the same way he approached the game against Spurs and the same way he approached the game against Manchester United, which is going to park he's going to park the bus. I think against teams like that, I think Lampard uh, this season in such games. And, you know, and this is sort of a big game. I know it's not a big game when you look at the table, but it is sort of a big game for, for Lampard. And, and usually what he tries to do is he tries to go, I'm not going to lose this game. Whatever happens, I'm not going to lose this game. And, uh, you know, he, and, and then hope to get a win out of it. I think I think they play very well against Spurs. They nullified Spurs very well. Uh, you know, their counter-attacking threat was completely, dis- you know, reduced when they played. I think he's going to look at that in the same fashion against uh, Arsenal's job. He's going to go... Uh, he's probably going to bring in Kovacic. He's going to play him alongside Kante. And, uh, you know, I mean, in some cases, it's a bit of an enforced because Harvard hasn't been in that, in that great form. So you probably are looking at Harvard's going on the bench. Um, but you're probably looking at, yeah, but I think Mount will start as well. Um, I mean, it's, the, the question mark is around uh, question, uh, around uh, Timo Werner as well, right? I mean, do you start him? Do you not start him? I, 
it's it's hard to say. You know, it's a, it's a big game. It would be a big call to drop Timo Werner for this one. Um, and I, I, it's it's one of those calls that sometimes managers have to make, and I don't think Lampard is going to have to make it. I, I, you know, let me know in the comments. What do you think? What do you think? Do you think uh, um, Timo Werner should be dropped? I, I, I can't make up my mind. I mean, Tammy Abraham strikes me as someone who's a good backup striker. Um, I don't think he's the guy you would want starting. But then, you know, you've got to look at it also as the fact that this is Arsenal that are probably 15th or 16th in the table at the moment. This is not an Arsenal that is, you know, top four contenders, top seven contenders. I think this is a different Arsenal. So, you know, in some ways, you've got to play the situation as well. So maybe you start Werner in this game. I think you start Werner in this game. And if he does score a goal or two, then you've got someone who's in confident shape. But if you drop him, uh, you might it might affect his confidence. I think and that's the key. And that's the issue sometimes with big signings if they don't work out is sometimes you're stuck playing them for a while, just hoping that they get back into form because you want them to justify the outlay. But I mean, from Werner's point of view, there's some some issues that he needs to work on. I think uh, fatigue might be an issue, but they've got now a week off. So I, I would assume fatigue will not be an issue when he comes into this game. He's probably going to be fit. He's going to be ready. I think the bigger issue is his positioning. I think the fact that he's had to play as a winger for a while um, has probably you know made him a little bit it affects you sometimes when you play as a winger and you're a striker because the requirements are different. And then maybe he struggled with that, with those, with, with handling those requirements. And so maybe now if he goes into this game and if Lampard says, you know what, you're going to be my striker, I'm not going to play you as a winger, I'm only going to play you as a striker, um, then maybe that might help him a little bit, might be helping his confidence. Because I don't think he should be playing as a winger. I think, I think his best position is as a striker. Uh, it's just a matter of getting those goals going in. And he's a goal scorer. He scored 30 goals for Leipzig last season. So he's, he's, he can score goals. He has goals in him. So I think it's just a matter of building that confidence uh, when you're playing up front. And it's, it's, it's hard to do that uh, always, but and this is the kind of game where, you know, if you're, if you're up for it, if, if you're not up for it, then you have to ask questions about yourself. You should be up for it, you should be ready to go. Um, but, you know, well, let me know what do you think as a Chelsea fan. Do you think when should start this game, do you think uh, Giroud or Abraham would be better options? Um, I, I mean, the question master on Ziyech also will be interesting. I don't think he is available. I think it's, it's interesting uh, when you look at, and I'm just doing a quick search on Ziyech, um, so, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, you know, it's a, it's a little bit uh, with Ziyech and Pulisic. I mean, it's, it's, it's a bit of an um, issue that with, with, with both of those guys because they are probably their two best fingers, uh, Ziyech and Pulisic. And on paper, if you've got Ziyech, Pulisic, Werner and Havertz, that's probably Chelsea's front four. And, and it's a, it's a, on paper, that's a fantastic front four. Uh, but Pulisic and Ziyech are so injury prone at the moment. He's not going to Ziyech's not going to play against Arsenal as well. I think that's something they'll have to look at. I, I said it about Pulisic. I think Pulisic is very injury prone, um, and that's not good. If you're, if you're, you know, you can be a team's main threat, but if you keep getting injured, what really happens is the team will then not be relying on you, and he'll go out and buy somebody else. So you know, Pulisic now, uh, you know, he's come back from his injury. He needs to stay focused, consistent, fit. He's got to work on that. He's going to try. He's got to. He might have to alter his game a little bit. Maybe you know, figure out what's causing these injuries and maybe try and stop it. And the same for Ziyech as well. It could just be the fitness regimen. It could be the training, but he's got to change something because he's been injured for, he's not played that many games this season. So he's got to again look at that. It's still early days, but you don't want to be injury prone, seen as injury prone, you know, at such a big club because that really affects you. So uh, that's that's a bit of an issue for, and that's an issue for Chelsea because when you have your two best wingers injured, then you got to play um, Werner as a winger. But I think I think in Ziyech's absence, I, I, I suppose um, it probably about playing as a winger and then, I guess the other question is, do you go Jorginho? Do you go uh, uh, uh as your number 10? I think if you're going to, I mean, if you go Jorginho, Mount, Kovacic, that becomes very defensive. And, you know, against Arsenal, you don't need to be so defensive. So 
I just for dynamism, I might start with uh, with Howards. Another option is maybe play Mount as a, as a, as a midfielder and then puts Callum Hudson or Odoi as a winger. That might be an option. Um, and again, I'm not sure you know what the injury status is because these days you just never know. I mean, you do this video now, and uh, you know later on, it's just a few few hours later you realize you know what that this player is injured. So uh, you know it's, uh, it's it's difficult to say that, but uh, I mean that probably would be. Uh, you know that that would probably would be an issue would be the thing um there is talk about ben chilwell and reese james being injured as well uh, I, I somehow feel like with the way he's been very vague it, it might not be serious i think one or both of them might start um I, I think ben chilwell is a bigger bigger issue for for chelsea i think they need they need him back i think they really because they don't have a lot of options at left back i think marcus Alonso is a defensive liability so they need him uh back i think reese james if they have aspiliqueta you can probably do a job in this game i don't think it would be that much of a miss not having a Spiliqueta because he's probably going to be up against. Uh, um, I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe Aubameyang might be ready. Osaka might be a bit of, a, of an issue. So yeah, but uh, I think I think Penchel, while not having any obvious left back options, might be an issue. But that's Chelsea um, for you. That's it's going to be interesting to see what lineup they come out with. I think from Arsenal's point of view, and I think for Arsenal, the stakes are slightly higher. Um, I, I don't think they're in a relegation. I, I don't think they're going to get relegated. I think they are in a relegation. Uh, battle at the moment, at the moment, uh, but a couple of wins will then probably then push them into that mid-table fight. But um, the stakes are a little bit high for Arteta because now you've also got the specter of Thomas Tuchel hacking, hanging above his head now because that, that's another manager that's available. Um, I don't think Tuchel is going to come to Arsenal, but I mean that that specter is there. Uh, so from Arteta's point of view, he's got to look at this game. A win here is, is could really motivate and benefit his players and and galvanize the team somewhat. Uh, but for him. I think uh, I think the issue for Arsenal is is there are no obvious changes that you can make. I mean, the, the obvious changes that you can make are probably bring in some young players, but he's been reluctant to do that for whatever reason. He probably you know he's always sidelined one player, and also maybe he doesn't want to sideline more players. So he's like you know like let's just focus, let's just work with this team that we've got. But um, I mean, the the thing about Arsenal is is that they play now. I mean, I, I said this you know before that Arsenal have looked very good defensively, and they were looking. But the problem now is because the attacking play has become so predictable. Their whole game plan has become so predictable that it's starting to affect their defense because teams now know how to counter Arsenal's offense, and so they can now put more pressure on that defense. And it's starting to tell. They've not been keeping clean sheets. They've been conceding silly goals. Uh, you know, they've been sloppy a little bit as well, uh, like they were against Manchester City. So you know, it's it's it starts to affect. So I think I think that predictability in the play needs to needs to change. I don't know if he's going to do it for this game because this is a big you know this is the kind of game where you probably don't want to try something different. Um, you know, try to work with what you've got and hope that you know it can it can sort of see you through. Uh, but uh, I mean, but I mean, I, the big issue is Thomas Partey. Not having Thomas Partey is is really causing a lot of problems. And again, it's the same thing. Like Ziyech, uh, Partey has been injured for a while as well. So is again, it's, you know, with Arsenal injuries, they go hand in hand. So is that is that an issue as well? Is is Thomas Partey an injury prone player? I don't think he is. I think he's been unlucky. But you've got to be careful. You've got you've got to watch though for those things as well. You know, sometimes. But um, I, I, I think what Arsenal could do, and the one surprise that they could spring is instead of trying to play a double pivot, try to try to play an attacking midfielder, try to play two of you know forward-thinking midfielders. Maybe bring in Ceballos, maybe bring in I don't know who you know maybe maybe Smith Rowe or Joe Willock. But having two offensive-minded midfielders might actually help them a little bit because uh, you know the, again against Chelsea, if Chelsea, you know if my uh, you know if, if I think I'm thinking if I'm thinking correctly, I'm saying. Chelsea are probably going to part, you know, going to try to secure that defense. So, you know, and, and secure that midfield against Arsenal counters. So they've got, 
you know, they're probably going to have a double pivot. They're probably going to have, you know, back four that's, you know, focused more organized on defense. And what they will expect is that Arsenal will also sort of sit back a little bit. So they'll have, so their front four will have more space to work with. If you want to counter that, you probably just go a little bit more offensive. You think, you know what, let's try and surprise Chelsea by being a little bit more offensive and put pressure on their defense and their midfield and try and see if you can, if that works. Because what they're doing currently is not working anyway. So maybe trying something different might help. Um, but that's that's just the way I would I I, I would think and, and you know it's, it's it's a little bit risky to do it in this sort of game because it could backfire but uh, you know they've got to try something different I think it's been too predictable this season for Arsenal what they've been doing so you know it's high time they tried something different and Arteta is kind of coming towards the end of his rope you you feel he's coming towards the end of his rope so you know at this point you've just got to try whatever you can to hang on and, and try and pull yourself back in but uh, I mean it's it's difficult it's, it's hard to see what's what's going to happen they, they Arsenal have been hit pretty bad by injuries as well. Um, but like I said, scoring, I think uh, uh, in midweek will help them a lot. If Martinelli is fit um, and looks like he might play a part, I think Martinelli is going to be an X-factor for Arsenal. Maybe not in this game, but I think for the rest of the season, I think he's going to be an X-factor. I think him coming back from injury is really going to help. I was really impressed with the way he played against City. Um, and you know, once he went off injured, you kind of knew Arsenal were going to lose at that point. But uh, for what time he was on the pitch, he made, he made Arsenal look really good. And I think he's going to be an X-factor uh, for the rest of the season. So the question is, again, with, is if he's fit enough, do you risk him for this game? I probably would not start him. I would probably leave him on the bench uh, and then bring him on late on, you know, and, and build his fitness that way. I don't think he should be starting, particularly if he had that injury, because he had that injury scare. Um, and maybe he's not, maybe he's not fit enough to start this game and to even be on the bench for this game anyway, but I'm not entirely sure what's going, what's happening. He, he seemed to tweet that he's okay, that he's fine. But I mean, if I was a manager, I probably would not. I would probably be like, you know, that's fine. Let's just, just take, take the rest of the week and then we'll see you, see where you are for the next game. That's what I would do. But I think he's going to be an important player uh, for Arsenal. And if Arsenal are going to get out of this hole at the end, I think he might be a key factor for that. Uh, but coming to the result, um, I mean, it's it's tough to say, isn't it? I, think, I mean, if Chelsea, it's on paper, if Chelsea played to their best and if Arsenal played to their best, and that's usually the way I look at it, um, is if one team plays to their best and the other team plays to their best, then what the result is. And the result quite obviously is that Chelsea will win. Um, on paper, that is, of course. Um, but in real life, real life doesn't work on paper. You don't play football on paper, you play on the pitch. Um, I just feel, and, and this is just my opinion, I just feel like this is going to be a draw. Um, because Arsenal have been very good at getting draws uh, out of games. Um, if it's 11 v 11, I need to make that. It's, it's got to be 11 v 11. But I think if it's 11 v 11, uh, I, I just feel like it's going to be a draw because I feel like Chelsea are going to be a little bit uh, hesitant to commit men forward, at least until the end of the game. Um, and that might, you know, allow Arsenal to sort of, you know, be a little bit more compact, be a bit more organized. Arsenal don't carry much of a goal threat. I think that's an issue right now for Arsenal is they don't carry a goal threat. Um, you know, they've got players who can score goals, but they're not scoring goals a lot at the moment, not a lot of them anyway. So that's the issue for Arsenal. They don't have a lot of goal threat. So I struggle to see where the goal is going to come from uh, for Arsenal. And I, for Chelsea's point of view, I think unless they go full attack, they don't seem to be able to break teams down. So if he's going to play a double pivot of Kovacic and Kante, then I think it's just it's going to be troublesome for him to try to break down that defense. So I, I just feel like this has a draw it on the way. But you know things can change. Maybe maybe one of the teams will surprise us. And if I were to pick a winner, I think conventional wisdom suggests that you pick Chelsea as your winner because Chelsea are the better side. But it just feels like it's going to be a draw. Um, but I'm not. I, I you know what? I, I won't jinx any of the teams. I won't jinx either of the teams. I'll just say it's going to be a draw. Uh, you know, that, that's my prediction, but uh, we'll see what happens. We'll see. It's, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be stakes. Um, and we'll do the match reaction for that. And the match reaction will be interesting because I feel like whichever team doesn't, I mean, a draw for Arsenal probably is a good result considering the, the situation and the context. 
but but whichever team loses that game, if a team, if one of those teams loses, uh, you then have got to start thinking about you know what does the future hold for them because it's going to be a setback either way for one of the teams uh, for their goals this season uh, if they if they lose. But uh, we shall see. We shall see what happens. Uh, but thank you for watching. Please remember to smash a like uh, if you enjoyed this video. Share your comments. What do you think is going to happen in this game? What do you think Chelsea or Arsenal should line up with? Uh, we'll obviously always love to hear uh, what you guys have to say. So please do send in your comments. And uh, please remember to subscribe to the channel if you're new. I uh, want to keep growing this channel. And uh, would really appreciate your support for that. But thank you so much. Have a great day or night, whatever time you're watching this. And uh, we'll see you again very soon. We've got one more match preview episode to come. And we're going to do that. And uh, yeah, and then we will, and that will be it for today. And then we're just going to get ready for the games. Uh, thank you so much for watching. Take care. Bye-bye. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to, has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.